Hi, I'm DJ. And I'm Andrew. Welcome to One Shots Tavern. A podcast where we seek out new ways to tell your stories through different systems and games. What can you guys expect here at One Shots Tavern? Are us exploring new systems, talking about what we liked about them, what mechanically we think you could pull into your games, whether it be 5e or anything else, and general GM advice, mechanical discussions, talking about different genres, different settings. We'll also be having interviews with players and GMs that run these different systems that, and and find out why they run them. Why are these different systems useful for you creatively as a GM to create immersive stories and storytelling. We love tabletop RPGs and we've been friends for such a long time that we thought it would be a great idea to share that love with you. And that goes way, way back. So DJ and I started playing way back in the dark ages of 3.5. So I started, I had the invitation from a friend of mine named Luke to visit our friend's house, Chase, who might be coming on a future podcast as our resident GM daddy, our granddaddy <laughs> for some people. But I went over, I played, I think, one or two sessions with them. I played a completely idiotic character, blah, blah, blah. But I started on 3.5. And not long after that, started GMing myself. Yeah, he passed on tabletop RPGs to me, and then he passed off the responsibility of game mastering onto me because he disappeared yep. for a few years. <laughs> if, in order to continue my love of tabletop games, I had to learn how to run it myself. Uh, luckily, around that time, there there were more options. Uh, and then, of course, 5th uh, edition came along, and with that, the various tools for it, making it uh, much easier for me to run. Uh, but now we're looking at new systems yep. uh, and finding the things that we like and don't like about uh, various systems. To talk about briefly the shift between 3.5, the exodus of fourth, the shift to Pathfinder, and then the return of most people by way of fifth edition. Um, it, it came back down to like the rules for a lot of people being able to support the type of yeah. gameplay that they wanted. So like you have 3.5, which was crunchy, and inaccessible for a lot of people, <laughs> but had yeah. lots of interesting, diverse rules. And then fourth came around. Many people are already familiar with that story. I'm sure we'll get into it for an episode one day. But basically, fourth edition did its own thing. And there's a lot of people now that are actually big fans of fourth. <laughs> but at the time, it had a there's horrible a fourth reputation. Yeah. And <laughs> I came in around that time when people were leaving D&D. And right. I I started playing Pathfinder, ran it for years, I think all the way up until about 2015 when they came out with the early stuff with five. Well, they, they came out earlier, I think, with D&D Next. But I started looking at it when fifth fully launched. And I was like, oh, my gosh, finally, I can get players into this because <laughs> it's not so inaccessible mechanically. It's simpler. Right. It was more elegant. And then I camped out there for a long time. You know, I ran a game for DJ for a couple of years and uh, it was an in-person game and then everything changed in 2020 in 2020. <laughs> yeah, 2020 uh, definitely introduced me to the fact that you can play tabletop games online with your friends and that you don't always have to go somewhere. I do miss uh, the tactile feeling of rolling dice of painting a miniature uh, and building terrain, of course. But there is a convenience of being able to play over a service like Discord. And that's where I kind of started my career into professional game mastering. 
I really loved the terrain in the minis, right? Like that was my mm-hmm. shtick as a GM. That was what I felt right. like made my table special. And then 2020 rolls around and just cold clocks me. And I'm like, no, I don't want to use roll 20. You know, I, I really right. didn't want to. It was, <laughs> yep. I put so much time into crafting tons and tons of terrain and painting countless minis for my friends and for my table. And I all of a sudden couldn't use it anymore. But I mean, it, it pushed me to start evaluating what about the system worked well for me? What, what worked well online, what worked well in person and what my priorities were as a game master. Like I just ran fifth edition cause it worked for so, so long but I started looking elsewhere, you know, Pathfinder two came out. I went, huh, I like what they're doing with, with action points. That's interesting. <laughs> but I was like, ah, whatever. D and D beyond is such a great tool. I got to keep all my players where I, they know how to build stuff. That kind ease of, of access. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, it lowered the barrier of entry, similar to how mechanically fifth edition being simpler, lowered the barrier of entry. So D&D Beyond just really lowered that barrier of entry because it was like a character builder. It led people through the process and it was, I could share my books. Like I didn't have to be like, oh, you want to build a character? Here's 10 books to comb through. It was like, no, just click through these things and pick what looks fun. And that, and with that 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 learning the rules, right? Like that was an amazing part about it was like you actually could learn how to fully play the system due to the ease of access from D&D Beyond. And one of the things that I think, you know, 2020 did was kind of fast track those tools for other systems. Right. In fact, now we are finally starting to get them for Pathfinder, Mm -hmm. for Avatar Legends, for Candela Obscura and so many other systems that normally would have a really you would have a really hard time onboarding a new player to and now it's super easy you can share your library yeah and it's 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 amazing so everybody else is catching up and it's like this renaissance of different games which yeah. i freaking love yep and and that's really <laughs> what this comes down to right where where we end up now is the two of us played the crap out of 5th edition. We ran the crap out of 5th edition, and we still run games in 5th edition. We love yep. the system for a lot of what it is. Um, we'll probably keep playing it, you know, as as it comes. But really, I just, I kind of forced DJ and my other friends to start playing other systems. You may have yeah. heard of news that motivated a lot of people to step away from 5th edition in the last uh, year but but what I saw ultimately happening was people being open to the idea that there are other right. systems that may have a better, like they might fit better the your your gameplay style. They might fit a genre you want to run that you don't feel like works in fifth edition. There's just a lot out there and uh, it's worth trying because it makes you a better game master. Yep. And so we kind of made the decision of, hey, we have the time, we have the resources, let's try out these other systems, whether it be on our own or with other game masters. Let's record it, let's, you know, show it to you guys so that you can also see how diverse these different systems are and what they do well and what they might not. And so that's the main purpose of this this podcast. And yeah, we have a Patreon 
that we are going to be posting the full interviews uh, with publishers, game masters, uh, other players, and of course, uh, we're going to be posting on our Patreon the full games of us trying them out. Now, we're not looking at this time to do any like full-on live streamed game, long campaign stuff. Um, there's so many amazing streams already out there. The main thing we want to do is explore what it means to be really good storytellers and for these systems that we use to support that to the best of their ability. And when they right. don't, find new ways to design new systems, to design homebrew, to maybe try out a different system for a couple sessions where you want to run a heist for your 5e game, but it just doesn't feel right and you want to try out Blades in the Dark. You know, you may have not have heard right. of a lot of these systems. You may have heard of most of them. But for us, we've spent a good amount of time in one ecosystem. And this <laughs> last year, we've spent it primarily with the goal of branching out. And we want to invite you guys on that journey. Yeah, it's like tabletop tourism. Yeah, exactly. And my goal is to find something that I love, that I can build with, you know, like that mm -hmm. I can incorporate in some ways into my games, whatever system I'm running it on. I've already yeah. seen it happening with, um, I've been running Cypher for, for you and, and a group of other people for almost a year now wild huge fan <laughs> of cypher system i'm sure we'll do an episode very soon on it um, if it's not already out but basically cypher is by monty cook games and it is a setting agnostic system um, which means you can run whatever you want on it it fits for fantasy it fits for sci-fi um, and they have setting books that help narrow that in oh bumping my mic one of them being numenera it's a weird sci-fi fantasy but I love playing that. But while I've still been looking at other games like Rune and the Lumen system by Gila RPG, I've been incorporating more of the, the philosophy of each of these different systems right. and how it influences my storytelling. The nice thing is with us testing out these new systems, I can find a system that I can tell my story in the best possible way. I'm sure you'll hear more about some of our own creative projects throughout the process of following us. You know, we both are aspiring publishers. <laughs> I've got a lot of things that I've been cooking as homebrew for quite some time. Uh, we just had an interview with a creator that you'll hear in a future episode where we talked about that process of when does homebrew become a product. And that's the tension I think a lot of game masters either have struggled with or probably will be struggling with. So. Yeah, that's kind of the journey we're on. Thanks so much for listening along. We're excited for you to hop into the episodes as soon as they drop. And there's more to come. We're over on TikTok. We've got a Patreon. And we'll be on YouTube. One Shots Tavern everywhere you can find it.